0: Hey, ladies, I think we can talk about anything by now. Have you been struggling to lose weight, especially around your belly? You just feel like the weight just just settles there. It just moves in and won't move out. You have brought this up to your doctor, telling them that you are doing all the right things. You're exercising, you're eating less and nothing. And your doctor just pats you on the hand and goes, oh, honey, it's just menopause. Seriously, ladies, it is not your fault and it ain't fair. You know, there's so many myths and misconceptions around belly fat, and it's really hard to know what actually works, but do not worry. Help is on the way. In this masterclass that I have coming up later this fall called Cracking the Belly Fat Code, I will teach you everything you need to know about what the heck belly fat is and finally how to get rid of that stubborn belly fat so that you'll be feeling better in no time. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, do me a favor, make sure you grab a spot on the wait list so that when all the juicy details come out, you are the first person to know. You'll find that in the show notes. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, confident, comfortable and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, it's this week's iTunes review. Amy W Fitness says, Kim knows her stuff, keeps it real on all levels, five stars. Awesome podcast series on relatable topics that women deal with. Kim's advice, along with her sense of humor, is what everyone needs to find their fake girl magic. Well, thank you so much, Amy W Fitness. That warms my heart. If you haven't yet left your review, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit rate. And then hopefully it's a five-star hint and leave me a review. Thanks. Hey, Magic Makers. Today is it's today's going to be a, a very interesting podcast. I wanted to... Uh, a lot's been on my mind. And I asked this question and I said, for my ladies over 40, what are the things that frustrate you the most, right? With this over 40 body. And one of the biggest, like resounding responses I got was belly fat, right? We, we got like over unexplained, unexplained weight gain and we got belly fat and we're just like menopause. So I said, you know what, let me unpack Belly fat, because I know for me personally, when this happened to me, you know, I was someone who was, I couldn't eat any cleaner. I was working out, I was doing all the quote unquote right things. And I was like, dang, like, why the hell is this happening to me? Right. And, you know, you're shaking your fist at the gods, wondering, like, what's going on? So I wanted to really unpack, and this is going to be a multi conversation, right? Because when I first started, you know, doing, you know, writing this episode, I was like, oh my God. I could be talking to you for hours and you know who really wants to listen to me for hours? You know, we want the highlight reel. <laughs> Keep it to the short. So, this is definitely going to be a multi-parter and I'm also going to be hosting a masterclass later this fall really to unpack this concept of belly fat and how the heck can we combat it. So, I don't want this to be a biochemistry course because trust me, I did biochemistry and I wanted to roll my eyes every single time I had to <laughs> go to that class. So the first thing, I just want to keep it really simple, right? What are the three reasons why we accumulate belly fat? So step one, hormones, right? All of us know our hormones are going crazy buck wild at this time of, us, uh, you know, once we hit in our late thirties, our hormones are like, you know, going like a wild party in there. The second blood sugar, right? This is probably like most people probably like, you know, I know this has become part of the vernacular late lately, but most people probably haven't thought about blood sugar unless you're diabetic. You don't think about blood sugar. And the third, you know, we all know this excess calories, right? Excess, excess or under caloric uh, eating. So those are the three things. And so let me just, let me break it down and let me, let me just start with the easiest ones, right? Excess calories. We all know, that if i eat too much it's going to um my body's going to store that as fat it's gonna be like hey i need to save this for a little bit later and that's where that's what's going to it's going to cause us to have the weight gain and for many of us we think that weight gain happens like that it's because we notice it like that right we don't notice the one pound two pounds here as we go through and you know we can blame 10 pounds on menopause right what uh the journal of menopause uh in the i think it was in the late 2000s um or mid 2000s because we're in the late 2000s right now the mid 2000s talked about the average woman gains about 10 pounds during menopause anything above that is things that we've already had before so if we, we go into our menopausal years with a little bit more weight on us and then we add on the menopause 10 and then we you know are stuck in the spiral of, I don't know what to do to get this weight off, we might add on another 10. I was in the menopause 30. And it sucked. So I totally, you know, if you're like, Oh, my God, I got way more than 10 pounds, I feel you, I hear you. And we're we're, going to talk about all about that. So it's that excess calories. So here is where I'm going to challenge you right now to take a look at what you're eating. Right. And I can't say this enough. Start to make sure that we are getting protein with every single meal. And I'm talking snacks, right? Well, that's all the thing. Look at my snacks. Maybe I'm snacking too much. Maybe, you know, I know that was my problem. I had snacks that were more treats than snacks. So I really want you to take a look at your snacks. Am I eating off my kids' plates? Um, am I, you know, grazing throughout the day? Am I having too many treats, too much wine? You know, take a look at what is that you're actually eating so that, you know, assess where you are. That's the first step for going any place is to assess. Like if you don't know where you are, how do you know, how how do you know how to navigate out of that place? So So, um, take a look at what it is that you're eating, right? And if you want to uh, have a conversation, definitely absolutely reach out to me. Um, you can find me on the socials. You can find me at hello at KimBarnShefferson.com. Shoot me an email and in the uh, subject line just say, check me out. <laughs> so then that's, 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 that's first place. The second place is blood sugar, right? So many of us don't think about blood sugar. So what happens with our blood sugars is that we have an excess of sugar that is floating around in our body and our, uh, the primary, uh, Hormone is insulin, right? So insulin, sugar comes in, it uh, and your it's circulating throughout your blood, and your your body's like, hey, there's excess sugar here. We need to get rid of it. Pancreas pumps out insulin, and then it, you know, the uh, body shuttles it, shuttles the sugar away into our liver, into our into our in, in, in into our muscles. Now, if for some reason there is an excess, that like our liver's like I'm full, our muscles like I'm full, then it sends it out to fat, right? So that's where if we have an excess of sugar in our body, it's sent it's sent to those three places. It's sent to our liver, it's sent to our muscles, and then it's sent to our fat. And so, <clears throat> and you know, sugar is a is is a is a fast energy source for our bodies, right? So the more if I have if I keep having these excess of sugar, and I keep ringing the doorbell on my pancreas saying, I need more insulin, I need more insulin, eventually, our cells are just going to start to be like, I'm tired, you guys got to deal with this on your own. And so then there's more sugar that floats around in our blood. And the more sugar that floats around in our blood, it's sugar is a um, corrosive. Yes, corrosive. That's what I I was looking for. It's a corrosive. And so it starts to eat away at other parts of our body. And so that's why we want to make sure um, that we keep our blood sugar levels in check because you know our our body, you know, our our, our liver can stay full. Our muscles can stay full, but our fat cells like, oh, we'll just, you know, pack it away for a rainy day. It, it, our fat cells become hoarders, right? And so again, I'm going to talk about hormones just in a few moments, but as our hormones get a little bit crazy, you know, we are adding fat cells. And so the more fat cells we have, the more our body's like, hey, I got room over here. I got room over here. I got a big house. My fat, this is what my fat cells are saying. I got a big house. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And that's one of the reasons why we start to see our weight increase because we're taking in a lot of excess sugar. Now, and I, again, that's a completely diff- different conversation. But again, I wanted to raise it here. So it just starts us to look at that. And so one of the things that I, I've, and I know, is these are three things I had a problem with and three things I see my clients having problems with. And so if you know, think about b- blood sugar, you know, you see a lot of people later in life, being diagnosed with type two diabetes. And this is because, you know, once you hit a cer- certain um, threshold, uh, once you hit a certain threshold, you become um uh, you become diabetic. and so this is why you know we want to start looking at our uh, looking at our blood sugar numbers now. and you know when you have um when you have your uh, physical when you have your physical um make sure that you are having your your blood sugar uh tested and it's it's it should be a pretty common number that your uh doctor should test for you so you want to have your a1c number test and this just is just, this just basically lets us know like what are levels are what the levels are in our blood then we want also want to know like what our true blood sugar numbers are and so we want to make sure that you know it's less than uh 70 and then we also want to know what our cholesterol levels are and we also want to know what our um cholesterol numbers are and we want to make sure our our cholesterol were below 200 and our uh LDLs are mm-hmm. low density uh, lip, lipoprotein, they're, they're low. And we also want to know what our high density uh, lipoprotein numbers are. We also want to know what our triglycer- triglyceride numbers are. And that's the amount of fat that is floating around in our bodies. And we make sure that is less than 150. We also want to look at our weight line and see uh, waistline, weight line, waistline. We want to make sure that's um less than 30. you also want to have your doctor chest um check with your kidney function because that uh, kidneys can be um uh a symptom of uh things that might be going on with your blood sugar so you know just a recap you know just want to know here are the numbers i want to know i want to know my uh a1c right i just want to know what that number i want to know what that number is i want to know what my actual blood sugar number is, I want to know what my blood pressure is, my cholesterol, um, tr- and my triglyceride number. And then I also want to do like a weight, a weight circumference. And I also want to understand what's going on with my kidney function. So those are just, you know, that, that will really help us kind of understand what's going on there. Because then, you know, we can really start to unpack what is the, the challenge for you, right? Because it's, you know, I wish there was like, you know, Take these three things, stand on your head, and call me in a week, and bada boom, bada bing. everything's going to be fabulous. Um, unfortunately, that just isn't isn't the way um, things work. I mean, I, I wish they worked that way, but for many of us, it's that's just um, you know everything is very um, everything is very uh, specific, very specific to. You and the one thing I did want to say is that I wanted you to make sure that you had a um, your your blood your blood sugar test. It's fasting. It is a fasting um, blood sugar. Um, So for your A one C, you want to have it to be five five point seven percent or below. You want your fasting blood sugar to be ninety nine or lower, and so that way we can um, start to see you know really what's What's going on with you and you know type 2 diabetes type 2 diabetes is one of the fastest um preventable
1: uh, diseases
0: that we have like right now there's over 29 million um, americans who have um some form of diabetes and so it's basically it's one one in five have type one and then it has and then there are about 300 people who are are pre-diabetic and that can easily be changed just by us um eating better and exercising more right so I didn't say eat less exercise more I said eat better right that's that's the one thing we we need to do is that we need to uh focus on eating better all right so I'm, I'm off of my um I'm off of my my horse, because I can totally go down this this rabbit hole on blood sugar and so forth. But I really want you to start focusing in on you know knowing what your your numbers are and you know if you haven't had a physical in a while, here's me beating on the drum. Go have a physical. Go have a physical. All right. So now let me get into what most of us you know we always say this like blanket. It's my hormones. My hormones are my problem. Yes, hormones do cause problems. So let's just start step one. So many of us know the three main sex hormones, right? So we have estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. So let's just kind of give you the 35,000 foot view. Estrogen is responsible for you ovulating, right? So for those of us going back to, I don't know, was it eighth grade biology? I think it was eighth grade biology talking about breaking down why we have our period. So basically, you know, estrogen starts to secrete more. We start to, uh, it, it's, you know, Knocks on the door of the ovary. The ovary uh, release starts to release the egg, um, but as we work work our way march our way towards menopause, this declines rapidly in menopause. And you know the other thing about it it declines rapidly during menopause. So it's high in our cycle. So when we're when we're having a traditional menstrual cycle, it's high in our cycle, and then as we you know, work our way through, say day one through day fourteen. It goes high, and then it starts to uh, go down as progesterone starts to come up. And progesterone—it's our calming hormone. It's the hormone that tells the uterus, "Hey, get ready. There's a baby coming." Right. So this is the the hormone that starts to, you know, as estrogen starts to decrease. Progesterone starts to rise, and it's saying, "Hey, there's a baby coming. Let's, like, pre- you know, prepare our little nest for um for the egg to um take root." And so, this, you know, um th- then you know, then we have, you know, we have the uh follicle hormone, we have the lute- luteinizing hormone, and so. So between estrogen and progesterone, this is what's you know the big things that the dance that is happening every single month from the time you have your first period until the time you have your last period. Then we have testosterone, right? And so this is many of us think of this as just as a male hormone. As women, we have testosterone. We don't have as much as men do, um, but we do have testosterone, and this is produced from our ovaries. It's also produced from our adrenal glands, and this is the the hormone it gives us a feeling of well-being right it, it but it also helps us build lean muscle right so that's why we're able to see lean uh, that's why we're able to build muscle as a woman because we have testosterone so then we have these three four four four, four sub hormones that are affected by you know by our transition towards menopause so we have the first one is leptin right? so leptin is the hormone that is releasing our body that helps us to maintain our weight. This is the hormone that tells us that tells your that um, tells your your brain, hey, we're full, right? It tells you that it tells it's your fat cells telling your brain, hey, we're good. We don't need any more food. We're satiated. Then we have ghrelin, right? Ghrelin is the hormone that is produced by your stomach that says, hey, we are hungry down here. Bring on the food. And so it signals to us that we're hungry. Um. And Then we have insulin. Insulin is one, it's what helps to clear blood sugar, right? So it's a storage hormone. It's, it's a storage hormone. like its job is to go out and collect blood sugar. And it, 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 its first stop is always to the liver to so like, "Hey, you're going to turn this into fuel." And the liver's like, "We're full. And then it says, okay, I'm going to give it to the muscles because the muscles need this to burn in order to, you know, do anything to open your eyes, pump your heart. And if you all of your muscles, are like we're good, then it's going to go into your fat. Um, so that's, so it's a storage as well as a, a building uh, hormone. Then you have cortisol, right? Cortisol comes out of our adrenals and it's our way of protecting us in the fight or flight uh, scenario. So, as we approach menopause, we're, we're roughly it's about eight to ten years before um, before we actually hit menopause. And menopause is you know classified as not having your period for one day. I'm sorry, for one year. So, if you say it's uh, June and you haven't had a period and six months, the last time you had your period was in January. And it's six months in, you haven't had your period. All right, you're marching towards the door. October comes, still no period. You're marching towards the door. December comes, you have your period. You're not in menopause, right? It's just our periods become irregular, but it has to be one year, one solid year. So if it's just making it easy for everyone, if the last time you had your period was on January 1st and you don't have a period period, uh, until if you don't have a period come January 2nd of the following year you are technically in menopause and you will be postmenopausal from that period forward but if for some reason you get your period on December 15th boom you are not in menopause you are still in perimenopause all right so as we you know make this march towards menopause you know i've heard it called the um the second puberty, which makes so much sense because if you think during puberty, our hormones are going buck wild. And this time our hormones are going buck wild, but we're now starting to shut the, shut down the factory, if you will. So as we are, are having our cycle, we start to see this shift in estrogen, right? Estrogen starts to rise on days zero through 14, and then progesterone starts to come up day 14 through 28. And then, you know, estrogen be- progesterone becomes high and estrogen becomes low. And so our body's like this feedback loop, right? So it's like you know when progesterone starts to do its thing, it's like all right, estrogen, you're on deck next, right? And so, so it, it's this it's this dance between progesterone and estrogen, estrogen. But when that dance doesn't happen, our our body starts to get wonky, right? Because it's like wait, uh, wait, day four, it, here I am. So day, say it's day twenty two, and the the signal to get estrogen, you know on in the on deck circle, it doesn't happen. And estrogen is produced in um primarily it's produced in our ovaries. But if for some reason the ovaries aren't getting the signal to say, hey, it's time to produce some estrogen, let's get this party started, then your ovaries, then your body's like, okay, ovary, you you sit down, I need this estrogen because we got a party starting and we need the estrogen in order for the party to start, it's going to go to other sources. And your body fat can produce estrogen because our main as a woman, our body's thinking process, our main thing is to keep the species alive. And so we need to create this estrogen, even if it's not from the ideal source, we need to create this estrogen. So it'll go to other sources. And so because our bodies have become wonky and I'm not consistently getting estrogen from my ovaries, it's gonna start to say, hey, cells, I need you to make sure that you are around, hey, fat cells, sorry, fat cells, I need to make sure you are around so that if I ever need to bring estrogen out for a party, you're ready to go. Like you're my plan B, like you're in the on-depth circle, like you're the designator hitter if some, someone goes down in the outfield. And so that's what, so estrogen is responsible for us changing the shape of our body. Estrogen is our, is the, uh, the best way to describe it. It is a female shape shifter, right? It helps it deposit, it, you know, it needs to store or store up this excess fat so we can make estrogen. It, it starts to store it on our hips and our butt. And so we start to see this like weight. That we're like, where? I never had a belly before. Like I never had hips. I know for me personally, I never had anything on my, on my thighs. I never had cellulite. And then one day I'm like, I'm like looking at me, I'm like, what? what, what is going on? And so that is what was going on. Right. That is what is going on. So, as I mentioned earlier, right? So, this all of this is happening behind the scenes, and it's not this like I wish it was this like light switch. Like you know, you might notice these little things. You might notice the belly. You know, I notice the things on my thighs. But it's like these little signals that are happening that we have to. As I say, to people, we have to now start getting in tune with what the heck is going on with our bodies. Like, and so that when these little signals start to come out, we can start to say, okay, all right, I see you. I know what's happening. I know what's going on. So it's also what causes us to have these kind of like different fat stores is our yo-yo, our yo-yo dieting ways. And so, you know, this excess, ex, this excess exercise that we start to do, it Throws also throws off that estrogen balance. It the disordered eating throws off the estrogen balance. So it's starting to say that you know we are kind of sometimes pushing our bodies into a more extreme menopause by going to extremes to try to fight this. And so if I'm holding in on more weight, I got to start to really focus in on what are the types of foods that I'm eating. Right? Am I eating in excess? Because many of us were able to get away with having, you know, an excess weekend here and there, an excess vacation here and there. And then now it's just, you just can't like, you know, clean it up for a little week or two or a month and things start to come back. So we now have to start to say, you know, it's not about this go big or go home. It's really how do I like, you know, start to create these more sustainable habits. Um, And it, you know, like I said, everything's Small, Right. So start with these like small changes. We all know there's certain things that you're doing that you're like, mm, yeah, I could totally scale that back a little bit. Right. And and then, you know, not like I have to give it up forever because I don't want you to get to that place. I don't want you to get to that place where you're, you're, you know, type two diabetic and you're like, shit. Holy shit, I got to give up everything. I got to give it all up versus okay what can kind are of certain things that i can scale back on that it's not an everyday thing it's not an every week thing and that is not in excess right so that we can start to really um, get to the the meat of this weight loss because it's in, it's the shift in the estrogen and the progesterone that changes how our our bodies respond to the different cues in our body it's how our body changes into this um responds to our blood sugar, responds to the insulin. And so that way we have this excess belly fat, right? And belly fat can be categorized into two categories. It could start as sub- subcutaneous fat, which is the fat that jiggles, right? It's like we can pull on that fat. And then, and, and that's relatively easy to lose. It, it's when it becomes visceral. I want you, when I think visceral, it that is the fat that's just woven into our body. It's all around our organs. You know, think about like, have you ever seen like an overweight man? He has like this like extended belly and it's hard, right? It's like a beach ball, like it's super hard. That's the stuff that is tough. And that rises in us, us women, because of testosterone, right? It's testosterone is starting to get uh, unchecked from the other uh, sex hormones. And so we start to gain weight like a dude. And so here's where, you know, again, I'm literally just touching the surface on this belly fat stuff. I wanted to really just give you a snapshot of like this is what's happening. It's a, there's a lot of moving pieces but I wanted to give you this quick snapshot. So I'm going to do a quick recap and then I'm going to go into deeper, right? Later this fall I'm going to do a full masterclass on cracking the belly fat code. And I'm going to go into this full masterclass where I kind of break down this this three this three step framework around how we make better choices, how do we create our own personal health code, and ultimately how do we maintain this long-term consistency so that we don't always feel like we're chasing our tail when it comes down to this um, belly fat. So here's, you know, here are your takeaways, right? What can you do today? First, let's focus in on making sure we're having more protein, right? And so that, that's number one, protein-based meals, and make sure we're getting in that those vegetables sleep right you know we need to rest and recharge because a lot of us are living stressful lives right we're either sending kids off to college you know sending kids off to college we might be dealing with aging parents we might have on crazy jobs where we have ridiculous commutes. Maybe we have just ridiculous hours of keeping. Maybe it's the workload is just off the charts. And so we have a lot of stress. So we really need to focus in on that rest and restoration piece. And then less hit exercises, right? So many of us want to go and, you know, crush a workout. Like that's how we grew up. We grew up in the crush world. We were the crushers, right? We needed to crush every single workout that we did. Let's focus on less crushing and more about, am I lifting? And you know what? I was that crusher, right? So I'm, 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 there's no judgments here. When I say this, I'm just saying, you know, it's us shifting our focus and it's more about us saying to ourselves, how do I get, uh, how do I get it done? Right. And I love these like 30, uh, second, 30 second, 30 minute workouts because I know I'm able to do it. I'm able to just like, get my, get my head down and just start to really get the work done. And so if you are like you know what this is happening to me i don't know what's going on i i, I know that i need to make some changes i'm going to be unpacking this later this fall and all you got to do is um go into the show notes uh, and get yourself on the wait list so that when i do have the date and time solidified you will be the first person to know but in the meantime if you have any questions about this you know Uh, do me a favor holla at your girl reach out don't be shy you know I know that this is a pain in the rump shaker and I want to make sure that you are supported right because one of the biggest reasons why I started down this path why I started started this podcast why I started doing the work that I do is because I felt unheard I felt that no matter where I turned that it was like it was either in my head or I was told I had to suck it up, or I was told that I needed to give up all the things in order to, you know, not have to wait. And so I want you to know, I hear you, you're supported, and there is a solution. So thank you again for all of your support and have a fabulous day. And I will be back next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.